welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 16th of May 2020. And the title of this episode is Taking Damage. Why taking damage? Well, the last two titles have all been about our hobby space fighting hard to stay happy, healthy and financially viable during the pandemic. That theme is clear in this week's news. In today's episode, we've got news of new games, new anime, but also of delays. Let's start with geeky convention news. As conventions have had to be cancelled due to the lockdown, we've seen many of them offer up online events instead. Yes, I know it's not the same thing. You don't get to meet, greet and go drinking with people. You don't get to fill your bags with physical copies of games. But there are pluses though. Online conventions are cheaper and easier to get to. From the convention's own point of view, I'd even go as far as to suggest that online events keep the brand name relevant. Conventions are a fashion. They work because they're so popular to go to that people don't want to miss out. While an online convention won't replace a meatspace one, it is still a thing to miss out and for other people to talk about. I'd argue it's needed. In fact, there's also a chance that in 2020, our ability to run online conventions and our collective understanding of what makes online conventions work or not will take giant strides forward. And this is a good thing. Struggling to keep up with all the new online conventions being announced, I created a conventions calendar for Geek Native. You can access it by visiting the blog, clicking on resources in the top navigation bar. Oh, it's nothing fancy, just an embedded Google Calendar. But hopefully that's effective and accessible. I've put offline conventions in there too, and topics include anime shows, RPGs, board games and some computer game shows. Doubtless there's a lot more to add, although it's hard to be sure if a convention is going ahead. So if you know of any online events, please let me know and I'll get them added. Here's another online success story for you. World Anvil. World Anvil is a site in which you can grow a world. It's designed for authors, creatives and GMs. Players can use it too. You can start for free, but you're limited in what you can do. To really take control of the world that you want to create and make it look fantastic, then you will likely need to step up to a premium tier. In other words, World Anvil is a website that charges money. Wow. In recent weeks, thanks to its users, World Anvil has been adding character sheet supports for games like Star Trek, Savage Worlds and Call of Cthulhu. Another worthy call out from this week is DriveThruRPG's charity bundles. There are some really great deals on offer. There's a Doctors Without Borders bundle. It costs $19.99 and in it you will find $653 worth of downloads. There's the No Kids Hungry bundle that costs $19.99. And in it you will find $626 worth of RPG downloads. Lastly, there's the World Food Program Bundle. A deal that costs, you've guessed it, $19.99. And in it has $625 worth of RPG extras. We're going to look at some new RPG announcements in just a second. But if you're sticking with D&D and aren't in the market for a whole new game then it's still worth checking out the latest Unearthed Arcana from Wizards of the Coast. Unearthed Arcana is where Watsy posts new stuff, and this week the ongoing playtest introduced new versions of three subclasses. 
The Rogue subclass, The Revived, gets a new look as The Phantom. The Warlock subclass, The Noble Genie, becomes simply The Genie. And the Wizard subclass, The Archivist, becomes The Order of the Scribes. There are new rules for all of them. And I'm pleased to see that The Revived gets a thorough do-over. It's rare that I look at any rules and jump to the conclusion that the designers hadn't thought things through. But that was my immediate reaction to The Revived. Previously, these characters didn't need to breathe, and that's a far too powerful ability to be given away so easily. Okay, let's talk about those game announcements I mentioned. We won't go very far away from the world of Dungeons & Dragons for the first. There's a game called Truvang Adventures Coming. The publisher is a Swedish company called Riot Minds, and Truvang is an established game setting with its own RPG and a board game that made more than a million dollars in Kickstarter. Truvang Adventures... It's a dark mix of Celtic and North myth coming to 5e. Riot Minds will be hoping that it's the best of both worlds. They'll be extending their sombre, magical world to an audience familiar with 5e rules and who might be looking for new settings to take their adventures to. Fellow Swedish publishers, Free League Publishing, have news of their own too. They and a coalition of allies will bring the fourth edition of Twilight 2000 to life. Judging from the action on social media, this is one of this week's biggest news stories. Twilight 2000 came out in the 80s, and the setting was the aftermath of a NATO and Soviet nuclear war. Characters are military survivors somewhere in Central Europe. Free League Publishing is staying true to that first edition vibe by setting the game in an alternative timeline to allow for that nuclear war. That might be politically safer than speculating where one might come from given today's politics. I fear there's a bit of a trend forming, because Rock Manor Games have also announced Maximum Apocalypse, the RPG. There's already a popular board game. Once again, you are survivors of the apocalypse trying to make two. With Maximum Apocalypse, though, it's not just one apocalypse that happened, but several. War. Zombies, aliens, yep, they're all there. The quick start rules for Maximum Apocalypse, the RPG, are available on DriveThruRPG as a pay-what-you-want download already. The Witcher tabletop RPG is growing. RTG announced The Witcher's Journal has gone to printers. This book acts as a bit of a monster manual for the setting, and I'm sure that will be welcomed. However, all the news from RTG isn't great. They've described the pandemic as a punch in the gut to the tabletop hobby and warned us that the Cyberpunk Red RPG will be delayed. Cyberpunk Red is Mike Ponsmith's next Cyberpunk tabletop RPG and it advances the timeline on. It's also the prequel to the computer game Cyberpunk 2077. Thankfully, the delay doesn't look like a long one. The game was scheduled for June and now it seems like the end of summer before it comes out although I am assuming that's the Northern Hemisphere summer. A more significant delay is the Stargate RPG. When I last spoke to Wyvern Gaming, they were hoping to kickstart the game in February, and that clearly didn't happen. The plan was to launch the 5e-powered sci-fi game at Gen Con, and while Gen Con hasn't announced that it's been delayed or cancelled, it seems likely that it will. As a result, the Kickstarter for Stargate will be pushed back till the end of 2020 and the game now has a release of 2021 in its sights. 
Before we leave the world of RPG news, let me quickly also say that Charles Dunwoody's next article in the basic world-building series is live. It's Dungeon Design Time. In anime news, I've picked out just one story from quite a busy week for mention on the podcast, and that's the one about Inuasha getting a sequel. I think Inuasha will have a special place in the heart of many anime fans. The original anime was one of the first series to find success in the West, and it ran for years. It's a story of a young girl arriving in a fantasy world and meeting a half-dog demon character. The new series, Yashaheim Princess Half-Demon, follows the daughters of the previous generations, and Viz Media have the license. In comic book news, Boom Studios goes from success to success. They've landed the Dune prequel rights. Not only that, but Brian Herbert, Frank Herbert's son, and Kevin J. Anderson, who co-wrote the prequel novel, will also be steering the comic book. Modifius is working on a Dune RPG, and there's a movie slated for the end of the year. Lastly, I wanted to recommend Thanos Bombing on Instagram. It's a story you can find on Geek Native this week. A bored creative is picking Instagram accounts at random and expertly photographing people out of them, generally to make them better. The one I like the most is someone's trip to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the Disneyland Resort, in which the background people between the subject and the Millennium Falcon turn to dust, drift off, only only to be replaced by their smoking boots. Speaking of Instagram, you can now find Geek Native there. I'm posting the occasional image and video headline. I hope to see you there. For now, though, let's wrap this episode of Audio EXP and speak to you next week.